give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico yeah, here we are once more with uh, regular contributor and good friend uh, John Bonfilio, who joins us from uh, Mexico to give us all the uh, latest from Latin America. Uh, John, very good evening to you. Very good evening to you too. Now, uh, let's start with uh, Cuba, because uh, big demonstrations there, which is unusual, because normally anybody who's a dissenter just ends up behind bars. But uh, the youth of Cuba out on the streets demanding change. Yeah, absolutely right. And I think you've got you've hit the nail right on the head there. One is you just don't see demonstrations in Cuba at all. Um, and that, that's it's not as though the numbers of people on the street have been that overwhelming in a national in, in an international context. But the fact that there's been anybody there at all protesting is remarkable in and of itself. And I think something that the news uh, outlets have actually missed a trick on in terms of commenting on the uh, on the demonstrations, uprising, whatever you want to call it, is exactly what you say, that it's predominantly the youth, the youth that are coming through, that are from a very different generation, that don't remember uh, the, the revolution, what things, you know, what times were like in the 80s and during the special period and so on. And in particular, which is something else which actually hasn't been mentioned very much at all, that have grown up um, and uh, matured through a, a, a world which has... The Internet, which Cuba didn't really know of up until about four or five mm. years ago. And social media is, is a new happening on the island, which is for sure. Maybe it's not fueled the protests, but it certainly allowed people to organize themselves in ways that they that they couldn't before. And also to demonstrate what it is uh, that's taking place. So, um, yeah, very difficult to play down what's happening there at the moment. For sure, it's un, unprecedented uh, in the history of the island. Yeah, and what are they asking for? I mean, are there any specific demands? I mean, the, the, the chance is libertad, libertad, so freedom, freedom. Um, and then uh, it's a play on the on the old Cuban um, saying or chant, which was patria o muerte, so fatherland or country or death. So, so their, their chant is patria y vida, so they want to live as well as having their, their country. Really... Um, what has been driven by in particular is economic meltdown on, on the island, which you know, has a number of factors uh, that have driven it over the course of the last few years. Donald Trump's increasingly aggressive embargo, the fall of Venezuela and cheap oil uh, no longer arriving into Cuba. And obviously, most significantly, the thing which has affected the rest of the world over the course of the, eight, the last 18 months, COVID and the absolute collapse of the tourism sector, which is what had always brought in. Uh, foreign dollars and foreign currency into Cuba, so that, that they're, 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 they're asking for an economic liberalisation of uh, of the country, and in brackets for the uh, for the Communist Party to, to fall on its on its sword. Again, news outlets internationally, in particular in the US, are regarding this as the beginning of the end. But as we know, uh, Martin, from you know coverage that we've mm. we've given and spoken about in terms of Venezuela, I, I can't see this happening. The 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 power that the Communist Party you know, single party state has in in Cuba and the entire infrastructure that takes place there um, and that has taken place there since the revolution of 1959 is is way too strong. And, and perhaps in the future, we might see this you know, as the first few steps that, that led to a change in regime. But we are uh, years away from that. I can't see anything taking place in the short term. Yeah, so for the time being, I suppose uh, people in Cuba who are dissatisfied with the regime will just end up in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> either in Miami, uh, in behind 
uh, a, a big cell door or back mm. in their houses being increasingly quiet. Interestingly, the president has actually, you know, he, he's come up with the usual stuff about the imperialist plot and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but he has also acknowledged that some of the, dis- the dissenters and demonstrators have a point and that the Cuban government does need to, need to, to listen a bit better. So, you know, and, and for the, for the Communist Party to actually admit fallibility is, is absolutely remarkable. So mm. I, I think we are going to see an increasing number of, uh, economic reforms and, and liberal, liberalization of, uh, the situation in, in the country, in particular, socially and economically. But again, you know, that's not going to change anybody's lives um, overnight um, at all. Interestingly, also in terms of the embargo, I was just looking at the stats on this. So this has been going since, since 1960 uh, now, the embargo. I mean, and Cuba isn't that big an island. It's really struggled with that. And the UN, the UN has overwhelmingly voted 29 times uh, for the embargo to end. And in fact, just last month, there was another vote in the UN, and it was only the US and Israel that voted to extend the uh, the embargo. No other country voted in favour. Right. That's interesting. Um, meanwhile, in Brazil, we talk a lot about Jair Bolsonaro. Um, he's receiving treatment in hospital for persistent hiccups. Yeah, this is one of those stories that began comically. When I first heard it, I sort of yeah. Uh, yeah, chuckled to myself. But as the story grew, it, it, it takes us back contextually, this uh, hiccuping episode, which is gone on for 10 days now and has led him to be in an intensive care ward in Sao Paulo. I don't know whether you remember, just before the election, he was actually stabbed by a, by a demonstrator in 2018 oh, yeah. in, in, the, in his intestines and lost 40% of his blood. And someone was in intensive care uh, for a long time, all of which didn't, you know, uh, did actually a number of pluses for his campaign at the time. But he's had a number of health issues relating to that. And it appears that this is another one, that he's got an intestinal blockage which is um generating this uh, incessant uh, hiccuping incident and uh, there might have to be an an emergency operation which which takes place which adds to the travails that joe bolsonaro has um, at the moment record low ratings the, the top right-wing newspaper in in the country this week called for his uh, for his removal uh, obviously covid continues to uh, to strike the country he's been indicted or he's been implicated uh, in, a, in an important corruption scandal regarding the the, the onward sale of, of vaccines, the Amazon forest for the first time in its history this last week has been measured as uh, as emitting more CO2 than it than it takes in. And uh, and just last week he said uh, he's been playing out of the Trump rule book and, and actually said if we can't have a clean election next year we won't have one at all. My goodness. And I notice he's been on Twitter saying, we'll be back soon, God willing. Brazil is ours, which is a, a Twitter, a tweet that he uh, shared from his hospital bed. Yeah, from his hospital bed with a, with a priest uh, holding his, his, his hand over his right shoulder and a big golden crucifix over the edge of the bed. Fair enough. Didn't, didn't crop up on my Twitter feed, but there you go. Uh, just finally, the, uh, we were listening uh, last Saturday to the uh, Copa America, won by Argentina. Um, and obviously the crowds took to the streets in uh, Buenos Aires to, uh, to celebrate that, especially over the, uh, uh, over the rivals uh, Brazil. Um, one guy's gone a little bit overboard in his celebrations, though. He has, he has a little bit. And actually, if I squeal, Martin, I apologise because I've just been joined in my room by a big fruit bat that's flying around. Wow. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite remarkable. You, you can't see it, but it's pretty sizable. So, but yeah, on with the, on with the, uh, Argentina Copa America story. Um, uh, yeah, this guy's, he's, he's had tattooed. Uh, he's doing a big figure, figure of eight over my head at the moment. Uh, this guy's had wow. tattooed. 
the entire uh, Argentine squad, including the coach, uh, on his back. Uh, it's a fairly extensive squad, and it's gone right from the from his neck down to down to his down to his waist. Blimey, I'm just looking up uh, fruit bat to see what they actually look like because I've never seen one. So, oh, it just looks like a bat, doesn't it? Really? Uh, yeah, it's like a big bat. juicy, big juicy it's, bat. It's I don't know how it's got bat. in here. Wow. <laughs> Do you get? I mean, but here it is. You must you must get a lot of wildlife, a lot of different, uh, you know, we occasionally get a rat under the floorboards here. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is uh, this is on another level, isn't it? Fruit bats flying yeah, into your house. Uh, about a year we, we were joined uh, at home uh, by Scarlet McCaw for about a week, just sat in the garden, uh-huh. occasionally came and bit my fingers. Um, and just, yeah, it was very, very loud for a week and then decided to uh, to go off on, a, on his on his merry way. Uh, wow. Yeah, strange things coming. Uh, come and join us here yeah. for sure. Now, you see, we were talking, uh, talk radio is now on the TV, so they actually um, televise their programmes. What would be great would be to have a camera in your place, John, and uh, actually film the fruit bat doing a figure. Nobody would bother listening to anything we were saying. Just be <laughs> I'll, see. Fruit bat. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do, and I'll introduce the animals over the course yeah. of the next few weeks. <laughs> Excellent. Look forward to that. Uh, John, thanks uh, ever so much, as always. All right. Take care. There we are, John Bonfilio, joining us from uh, Mexico. Uh, 